You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. Merry Christmas, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. You have found me. At my little corner of the internet, today is Wednesday, December the 7th, coming up to the middle of December. What the heck? I don't even know what's going on. Uh, For those of you who are just joining me this season, I'm doing something a little bit different for the month of December. I'm trying to have Dorinda on as much as I can. (laughs) So, hey. Hey. And you came to my house this time. Over the river and through the woods to Heidi's house we go. I came a long ways just to be with you, Heidi. Thank you. I I love. And you brought the snow. I did. You brought the snow. It's been snowing. I know. It doesn't snow here very much. No. And so, whenever it does, everyone freaks out. I was laughing this morning a little bit. I took uh, my, I woke up this morning to, a a news alert on my phone from the local, from KATU, like our local television station. And they were talking about how the buses were on snow routes. (laughs) Listen, you guys, (laughs) there there is really no snow on the actual ground. Yeah, it's quite hilarious. Yeah. And people are like, buses are on snow routes and school is two hours late. And I was just laughing my head off because that's just how it goes around here. But you guys have snow in Spokane. Like we we live in snow country. So, you know, nothing keeps us home. No, nothing. It's like when you're homeschooling your kids and they never get to take a day off. Right. You know, it's kind of like that. So here when it snows, it was really pretty for a while. It was beautiful. And now it's not snowing again. But you know, it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> That's right. We took pictures. <laughs> we took pictures. That's right. We made a snowman. You know, we, my kids are like, we're building a snowman. I'm like, with what? <laughs> and sure enough, there's this little tiny miniature snowman out there with a carrot in his face and everything. It was great. And then Sailor, your six-year-old came in with her little ball of snow. Like it was this magical. She wanted me to touch it. Yeah, and it was just so magical. I know. This is just, how, it's the little things, really. It's it. the little things. Well, we're going to jump into kind of a, a tender, touchy topic today, uh, the topic of Christmas. <laughs> and how is that tender Why and is touchy? that tender and touchy? Because the liberals in this country have made it tender and touchy. Uh, I was laughing the other day. I laugh a lot. Well, first of all, I'll, I'll back up just a little bit. I'm having so much fun uh, watching Trump make uh, nominations for his cabinet. It's <laughs> like the giddy. 12 days of Christmas. I know. I told my husband the other day, I'm, I've, I've gotten to the point now where I've just, every time he makes an announcement, like he announced Mad Dog Mattis the other day, and we were like, woo, screaming and hollering. And then I woke up this morning and saw that he had uh, nominated uh, Ben Carson, Dr. Ben Carson, who I happen to have been privileged to have met several times out on the road as the HUD secretary. And I told uh, my kids, I said, I think I'm going to start howling at the moon now. (laughs) They're like, no, mom, please don't. The kids are like, okay, yeah, no. (laughs) But it's just kind of fun. It's fun to watch uh, him putting people around him Mm -hmm. that love the Lord. That's what is exciting exciting. to me. I feel like when we pray, God's going to speak directly to these people. Yeah, which is what we've been praying for and continuing to pray. Mm -hmm. And I just want to encourage everybody that, you know, now's not the time to get lackadaisical. Now's the time to pray even more. Absolutely. Uh, because Absolutely. certainly, uh, you know, we've got we're, the same things are happening in the culture that kind of got us to this place in the first place. And this time of year, it's never, it's obvious because Christmas. Right. And Christmas is, wait for it, 
a religious holiday. <laughs> I know, it's a shocker. Uh, here's a headline out of Oregon. Uh, this came uh, across my newsfeed the other day. It says, Oregon teachers asked not to put up Santa or Christmas decorations in class. Uh, and this just happened right here in Hillsboro, Oregon. And according to the memo, the school district said that they could still decorate their door or office if they if they wanted to, but they were asked to be respectful and sensitive to diverse perspectives and beliefs in the community and refrain from using religious-themed decorations, which is really uh, what their beef is. So the news went in and asked them a little bit more, you know, what's your deal? And the school said, and I quote, we have no policies or directives around the issue. We merely want to remind staff that we need to create inclusive and welcoming spaces for all our students and realize that many of our students, because of their religion, culture, and other beliefs, do not feel comfortable and in many cases may not even be allowed by their parents to participate in activities that are holiday-based or religious in nature, or even being surrounded by that imagery is a direct affront to them. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Insert gigantic eye roll. I'm like, this is the United States of America. And guess what? Christmas is a national holiday. That's right. And we've been sort of talking about, you know, the war on Christmas for a long time. And I, I know we've we've watched in the last certainly uh, eight years as nativity scenes have been systematically removed from like the front of the state capitol and you can't have it on public property. And I just, I'm kind of shocked by it because Christmas, C-H-R-I-S-T, Christ, mess is a holiday that celebrates the birth of Christ. And so to for people to come and say, well, you got to take that, that we don't want that religious symbol. Well, then let's just get rid of Christmas. Right. Oh, no, wait. We can't do can't that. Do that. <laughs> no. Because Christ was actually born. So good luck with that. <laughs> And I think, wow, you know, what is going on? And I'm hoping that more and more Christians will start saying, no, this is this is what it is. The point isn't to be inclusive. The point is to celebrate the birth of Christ. We're not trying to be exclusive or inclusive. We're trying to celebrate the birth of Christ. And I thought, and Dennis Prager, you showed me, mm -hmm. uh, Dorinda, yeah. a video. Mm -hmm. We'll link back to it today, that Dennis Prager released uh, talking about kind of why the phrase Merry Christmas is under so much attack uh, in the country. It was pretty interesting. It was very interesting. And I think he uh, really laid out the term inclusive. What does that really mean? And how actually the um, what's happening is we're excluding by, yep. by not saying Merry Christmas. So I thought that was very fascinating and made a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And you know, the, and, the, and the bottom line is, I tell people Merry Christmas all the time. Yeah. I don't pay any attention to all of that garbage and mm -hmm. just I say what I want to say. If you mm -hmm. want to say Happy Holidays, say it. Yeah. If you want to say Merry Christmas, say well, it's it. It's not that complicated. It, it wasn't that big of a deal until it started. It you know people would say Happy Holidays. We saw it you know on signs here in Battlegrounds been up for you know twenty five thirty years. Nobody was offended, but all of a sudden if you say Merry Christmas, that's right. offensive, and it's right. because. Uh, this push of the radical left to basically secularize the culture. And that's right. what the issue is. Right. It's secularizing society as opposed to secularizing the government. Exactly. And he points that out in this video that we're going to link back yeah. to. So it's really fascinating. But yeah, I, I just think I'm not going to force someone to say Merry Christmas. And likewise, I would like them well, not to try to force me to say Happy Hanukkah. I wouldn't be like, go, go somewhere else. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'd be what? like, 
Okay. All right. You know, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Have a good time with that, you know? <laughs> I'll say happy Hanukkah back. Right. Why not? <laughs> what is, why are we so offended? It's really not that complicated. It's not, but it, but the thing is, and I think this is what, uh, list, uh, what I really want listeners to come away with. There really mm-hmm. is an agenda behind there it. Is. And the agenda is to remove That's right. uh, any vestige of Christianity and religion from the culture. Right. This really is the thing. And Dennis Prager wrote, uh, he actually wrote it. There's an article over at National Review that's sort of a smaller version of the uh, the video that will I'll, I'll just link back to both of them just for kicks you guys uh, just for fun uh, but he says proponents of happy holidays argue it's no, bi- no no big deal at all and proponents of merry christmas are making a mountain out of a molehill especially when proponents say that the substitution of happy holidays is part of the war on christmas but or i'm sorry but part of the war on christianity but the happy holidays advocates want it both ways they dismiss opponents as hysterical while at the same time relentlessly pushing to rid America of Merry Christmas. So which right. is it? Is a substitution of Happy Holidays for Merry Christmas important or not? And Dennis Prager says that the answer is obvious, that it's very important. That's why the anti-Merry Christmas crowd has worked so hard to make this greeting a thing of the past, and they have been extraordinarily successful. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to me. Uh, Dennis says, he's he said, I've been wished Happy Holidays by every waiter and waitress in every restaurant I have dined, by every Every one of the young people who welcome me when I go to the gym, by every flight attendant and pilot on one of my flights, by every individual I've dealt with on the phone, when I respond with, thank you, Merry Christmas, I sometimes sense that I've actually created some tension. (laughs) While many of those to whom I wish Merry Christmas may actually be happy that someone felt free to utter the C word, all the sensitivity training that they have had to undergo creates a cognitive uh, dissonance. And he's just, he's saying that we have, the left has been very successful in making this somehow offensive. Right. And boy, I just, I love to hear someone say Merry Christmas. Me too. I love to hear it said to me. I love it when I go to Costco and I will always say Merry Christmas when I'm checking out of you, you guys, you only get to say it one time a year. That's right. You're going to look dumb if you say it in January. (laughs) (laughs) So it is the birth of Christ uh, that we're celebrating. And I think it's important for us to be able to remind people this right. is what it is. This and, is It's the birth of Christ. And don't you think, Heidi, that there is a little bit, we've talked about this before at conferences and I probably on podcasts and stuff, how, how we sometimes are a little, we're almost, um, there's a little bit of uh, fear mm-hmm. mixed with, are we really ashamed? Yeah. And, and so I think this is an opportunity for us to just not be ashamed yeah. and just say, I'm a Christian mm-hmm. and this is Christmas and mm-hmm. I believe in Christ just simply by saying Merry Christmas. Yep, it really does. It says, I belong to Christ. Right. I identify with Jesus. I am a Christian. And it's interesting to me uh, that the left is so upset about this. It's It comes down to the same thing with the transgender in the bathrooms. And it's just, it's not enough for you anymore right. to have your own belief, which right. is so what I find so fascinating. Fascinating about mm-hmm. the quote tolerance. Mm-hmm. There's issue. no, yeah. there's, no, there's tolerance no tolerance coming from the other side at mm-hmm. all. It's one sided tolerance, and if you don't tolerate their intolerance, then somehow you're the bigot and you're the idiot and you're intolerant and you're intolerant. It's just <laughs> it's like uh, I sometimes listen to these news reports and I look at my husband. I'm like, can they even hear themselves? <laughs> I want you to just play it back. Like, right, the hypocrisy that that comes out of that, you know, mm-hmm. I don't see Christians saying we can't celebrate. Uh, why, why, why are the Jews being allowed to celebrate Hanukkah? Right. I I cannot remember when I saw uh, Christians actually making a big deal out of Halloween and saying we should ban Halloween because of all the things that stand. I know Christians that feel that way. Right. 
but I don't see any push toward ridding it, right. uh, ridding the culture of it. Exactly. And, and this is sort of that, you know, we live in the United States and we know that some people are pagan and some people are Christian and some people are Jews, but these guys cannot stand Christians. No. And that's kind of what it comes down to. It's we're going to, we're just going to get rid of Christians. And, and Christmas is a reminder that's to right. them of how religious the culture actually is. Right. Because 90% of people in the United States, guess what? Celebrate Christmas. That's right. And I just, I think it's interesting. And so uh, Dennis, that's what Dennis goes on to say. He says, that's why Merry Christmas so bothers the anti-religious left. It is perhaps the single most blatant reminder of just how religious America is. And it must be therefore removed from public discourse. Here's a safe prediction. The ACLU and other secular activists on the left will eventually move to have Christmas removed as a national holiday. Mm. I really do believe uh, that's where it's going. And the left doesn't announce its agenda. It never does, right? Uh, they don't ever say, well, our goal here is to actually thoroughly right. secularize right. Uh, the United States of America. Instead, they offer the multiculturalist argument that says that Christmas, as in Merry Christmas or a Christmas party or Christmas vacation, right. isn't inclusive. Right. And we can't have that. Um, Dennis kind of wraps up his argument by saying this inclusiveness argument plays on Americans' highly developed sense of decency. Most Americans don't want to gratuitously offend other Americans, so the inclusiveness argument has been effective. But the argument is preposterous. Who exactly is being excluded when one wishes someone else Merry Christmas? Non-Christians, Dennis Prager says, I'm a non-Christian, I'm a Jew. Christmas is therefore no more a religious holy day for me than Ramadan. Mm -hmm. But I am an American, and Christmas is a national holiday for my country. Therefore, it is my holiday, though not my holy day, just as much as it is for my fellow Americans who are Christian. Irving Berlin, an American Jew, actually uh, wrote White Christmas as a celebration of an American holiday, his holiday. By not wishing me a Merry Christmas, you are not being inclusive. You are deliberately excluding me from one of my nation's national holidays. Mm. And I thought, wow, that was just great insight. That's great. Uh, and good for us to remember as we're talking to our children mm -hmm. about why we celebrate Christmas in the first place. That's right. I think it's interesting because this this whole concept of, you know, the word using the buzzword inclusive, but yeah. the, but the truth is this is very divisive. Yes. And and that's where you talk about the hypocrisy. That's yep. what's going on is yep. all of these these supposed efforts to include everybody and diversity and all this talk is yep. actually creating um, well, it's doing what it's designed exactly. to do, which is to remove uh, Christianity from the culture completely. And they're making every year we see more and more efforts to, to have that happen. We've seen it happen at the mall. It used to say Merry Christmas everywhere, and now it just says Happy Holidays. Uh, and I just think, wow, I wish that more Christians, I hope that more Christians will feel less afraid mm -hmm. and begin to just say, actually, we believe in Jesus, we believe that this this we don't know that he was actually born, right? I mean, we're we're making pretty big guesses as to really was it December twenty fifth or was right. it not? But the point is that we are remembering the birth of Christ, which really was the most significant next to the resurrection, the most significant thing ever to happen uh, in Christianity was the birth of it's the incarnation, which is what we are, which which is what we are celebrating. So, uh, Dennis wraps this this up by saying narcissism, meanness, and ingratitude. That's what the leftist campaign against Merry Christmas and Christmas parties boils down to. So say Merry Christmas and Christmas party. If you don't, you're not inclusive. You're letting the real life Grinches win. 
I thought, man, go Dennis Prager. He knows what he's doing. Hey, everybody, uh, before uh, we leave today, I want to remind you, since it is Christmas, we have a brand new necklaces up for sale. They make a great gift. And also my scripture writing has been made into a beautiful laminated uh, year-long guide. And you can get into the into the Bible every day of 2017 uh, with your kids or something powerful about writing the word of God. And I have made a scripture writing challenge for you. I'm gonna be doing a new one for 2018, but this one's up for 2017. And it's a great deal right now, just 10 bucks and we'll ship it to you. So it makes a great stocking stuffer. And the necklaces are beautiful too, if I do say so myself. So uh, I hope that you go and check those out and I will link back to those today. And in the meantime, I hope that you have a very Merry Christmas. Dorinda and I are gonna come back on Friday and we're gonna pick up another topic that's near and dear to my heart, which is no drama. Moment of silence for no drama. No Drama Mama, holiday edition coming up on Friday. We'll see you guys back here next time. You're a monster. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com. an empty hole. Your brain is full of spiders. You've got garlic in your soul, Mr. Grinch. I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole.